Welcome challenge. back to the Media Masterminds. Challenge. I'm going to cut you off. We're going to start off right. Uh, challenge of the GoBots. That's what you were singing, wasn't it? <laughs> oh. Oh, God. No. Stop it. Bad. Bad. You don't like Scooter? Scooter's the best <laughs> GoBot in the world. <laughs> we are the Media Masterminds. We're recording on a day earlier. So this might not have all the news that we usually would, uh, but hey, go fuck yourself. So this is when we could record it <laughs> and watch tomorrow. We get a Spider-Man trailer. Oh, that would be incredible. <laughs> we'll we'll have to po- edit and post and then this will be all like a fucking mess. Listen to the end of the show for a Spider-Man trailer recap. If it doesn't come out, I'm not editing it out anyway. Just listen to for it. <laughs> Take it easy. Kevin Feige said there's going to be a trailer. Don't worry. It's going to be fine. <laughs> so this week we are going to cover the usual news trailers uh pops pick returns this week and what we're watching followed by a spoiler discussion of rick and morty season five episode eight and the debut of what if episodes one and two so let us get right into it we'll go right into the news this came out i think shortly after uh we recorded last is the venom delay i think we spoke briefly that it was rumored to be getting delayed but now it is official uh delayed again from september to october correct yes sir and potentially more to come maybe well they yeah they said there's a consideration for next year which is pretty crazy yeah sony is very cautious right now it seems uh a lot before uh, Free Guy came out, the Ryan Reynolds movie, which just came out this past weekend, uh, a lot of articles and things I saw said, you know, like it's movies coming out may depend on Free Guy. It may depend on what that does box office wise. And then Free Guy came out and it, it did what they're saying is well. It did like 28 million. Apparently they projected it at 20. So it, you know that's a that's pretty substantial at fifty percent more than they proje- almost fifty percent more than they projected and this is theatrical only. Uh, for what I don't know what that movie costs to make. Uh, it looks like it's semi decent budget, not as high probably as one of the Marvel films, but uh, that's a good sign, I guess. I still don't think we're gonna have the crazy numbers for the other huge releases. What's, cr- what's crazy to me, and we didn't discuss it either, which we, we talked about uh, Suicide Squad, is that that free guy number is better than the number that Suicide Squad did in the movie theater. Go figure. I mean, I think Ryan Reynolds sells seats nowadays. You know, people yeah. love him, you know, with with his Deadpool role. You know, obviously he is gravitated towards kind of making that somewhat a part of his personality more and more. And you know, he's finally gotten that bad taste of Green Lantern out of his mouth. And, you know, look, I, I think he's funny. I think it's it's cool to see the different things that he's doing. I like the little side little interview type things that he does at random. Like he did a thing with uh, Korg. And, you know, I think that that's really 
you know, Suicide Squad was one of those things that I feel maybe I felt the same way, which is like, it's cool. I'll see it. But I wasn't really stoked for it. Um, Free Guy is kind of like an open door because it's video game related. People love video games right now, you know, and the fact that you can see that there's potential of like tons of Easter eggs. So you're mixing and matching. And I think that that's really right. what grabbed, you know, people to go see it at this point. Um, the yeah. trailers looked interesting. I think the second trailer did better than the first. Um, right. And then I started seeing more and I'm more, def- you know, I'm definitely in- more intrigued to see it based on people's reactions. And like you said, the Easter eggs and stuff yeah. like that. I'm trying to avoid the spoilers. It may become inevitable because some things have already I've, I've put my eyes on some things already without Same reading here. just things pop up and how yep. that per- how this cameo happened with an image in it and i'm like you know what really yeah i mean it, especially during covid now that people aren't running out to the movie theater like really come on yeah i mean but i won't i won't be running out to the theater to see it still unfortunately right. yeah i was considering it as we've discussed on and off the air and i haven't done it yet um i do want to see it you know i saw a couple of things that show me more like these Easter egg things. We won't discuss that, you know, and it was cool. And I'm like, all right, this, this could be interesting. And I'm, I'm a sucker for most video, any movie that's like got a video game element to it, even the stuff that's yeah. not like great, you know? So yeah. from, I'm all from what it. I heard, it has like a ready player one vibe and people liked it like better than ready player one. So, right. Yeah. I mean, there's Fortnite stuff in there, so I'm in you and I are in, <laughs> you know, you put yeah, Fortnite so it's in, it's, interesting i mean we started on this with the venom delay but i still don't think it matters i don't think the delay will mat like you're getting i think if you came out september 15th and you came out october 15th i think you're getting the same number still if not worse well the current state of the world right but the problem that i see is not necessarily with the numbers it's more of they have two movies on their hands right now and they're they're relatable even though they're potentially not they're most likely not connected and oh, they you have know, they have three movies actually well one movie it, no 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 you're thinking Mobius Morbius I'm I'm talking no, Ghostbusters I'm not, I I was talking Spider-Man <laughs> No I know I, yeah. I I mean this year is yeah. now October right. Venom November Ghostbusters December Spider-Man. Right. I mean, well, I, I'm moving Venom was, out may move Ghostbusters also, even again, though they're not again. tied to anything. I know you're talking Spider-Man and Venom are but aren't connected, whatever. But to move all three movies would be a huge hit for Sony. Right. You know, that, that's revenue that they're not getting this year. Right. And then, you know, if they're moving any of them to next year, it's not going to be January, February. It's going to be March, April, oh. May. You know, like that's just the reality. I would be they really need to, shocked. They need to work. They need to work out the deal with Marvel then, because Marvel's not going to move Doctor Strange if they're letting all these other titles come out. Right. And Spider Man may directly impact Doctor Strange. I would assume. I would right? think so. Yeah. There was there was an article posted yesterday, and I took it as uh, bullshit. But that Disney's looking to acquire Sony, maybe potentially just Spider Man or just the whole movie division from them which would be a huge get for them and obviously it won't happen overnight you know look how long the fox deal took but 
that could be interesting. Disney would have Spider-Man back. They, then they then they then would have every Marvel property back, and then they would also have Ghostbusters as a property that they can rebuild or water or who knows make it make a Disney Plus series out of or you know like it does show some could be potentially cool things. Well, I think that right now, you know, the the Ghostbusters hype train is real again. You know, I know we don't yeah. talk about that a lot on here, but you know, the toy the toy aspect it's everywhere. You know, like there's toys everywhere. People are hyped for it. You know, that for those that aren't familiar, I don't we don't talk toys much on the show, but you know, Paul and I are big collectors. You know, for for various things, I tend to look at all the stuff in the stores, and I have fellow you know friends, friends of the show like Rich Rampage who is a big Ghostbusters collector and, you know, seeing they have like those, uh, I don't know who makes them. They're the more mature looking figures, like the Ghostbuster wave. There's like six figures. Some of them are the I new think kids. It's NECA, isn't it? It's not NECA. No, no? it's, uh, it, it might be Hasbro. I think it's Hasbro oh. that puts them out. Um, and then they have like the kid, the kiddish ones that are look, they look yeah. like more animated. So there's there's a lot of stuff. And then on the they shelves. even have the retro ones from the old cartoon that they re re put back out and the right. villains and then the car right the Ecto one they put re, they put out they put out some of the like uh like the little ball shooter the little gun the uh, the popper yeah the ghost popper yeah. I saw that at Walmart like a week ago yeah because I mean if you notice they've been doing I mean look I, I didn't want to turn it into a, a toy show you know because we could do that oh, all day too. It. <laughs> but you know it's it's cool that you know they're using the kenner name again like with all that stuff yeah. but again th- this is just going back to what i was saying about like the fandom and the popularity and yeah if if, if disney was to get it they'd take it to a whole nother level you know the real ghostbusters right. would probably get you know reimagined and it'd be awesome you know sony is doing a good job i feel so far with what we've seen from the movie trailers you know, where do they go from that? Is it going to, it's going to probably just be the kids at that point, if it does well enough, you know, because yeah, so. you're going to keep the guys coming in, you know, I'm sure they, they're one and done at this point, you know, just to get yeah, it. Sony, get it Sony isn't great with, with franchise building either though, by themselves. So agreed. Agreed. Well, we'll see. Well, let, let's move on into uh, the Marvel, the Marvel talk as usual. Yeah. Uh, well, Venom was Marvel talk, but the MCU talk as usual. So Bob Chapik, uh, who is the CEO of Disney, I don't know if everyone realizes that he took over for Bob Iger, which was not a positive uh, viewed move. And right now it's not looking great. A lot of the changes he's made, some of the things he said, uh, we don't talk park Disney parks also, but they just announced their paid fast pass that will no longer be free fast passes. Now it's lightning lane and genie plus and, just another more money for them to bring in. But he also mentioned on a earnings call that Shang-Chi is a quote unquote interesting experiment. And uh, some of the cast and crew did not take kindly to that. The lead of the movie who plays Shang-Chi, uh, Sam, I think his name, first name is. Uh, uh, Sim, Sim, Stimilu, Stimilu, I think. Oh, apologies. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's like Simi well, Simi Lu, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he posted on I don't know if he just goes by Sam or something, but maybe he's Jung in uh Kim's convenience, but he did not take kindly to it that, that that they are not an experiment and he's fucking pumped 
And it just seems like uh, it, it, did Chapik's response mean like, yeah, we're just throwing it out there now to see like we're just throwing shit on the wall, see if it sticks. Like that's basically how people are taking it. Interesting experiment because, you know, they're not doing Disney Plus. They're going to put it out and basically let's just see what happens. Uh, I, I thought that was interesting, inter- an interesting experiment. And uh, yeah, uh, that, 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 that doesn't help. It's not, it's not focusing. <laughs> it is, is uh, Simulu. S I M U L I U. It has a pronunciation there for you? No, I'm doing that. Oh, okay. Okay. Try my best. <laughs> Fuck off. Best Fuck off, dude. Fuck off, dude. Uh, in that same call, I'm not sure if it was that same call or an interview with Kevin Feige after. I'm going to lump these bits of news together. Disney did not seem committal that Eternals will be theatrical only. And uh, the trailer that was just put out also did not say like in theaters only on it. So the Shang-Chi release may, may be the only Marvel movie for the rest of the year that is theatrical only. Which is crazy, you know, that they took the chance on that movie versus a movie with, uh, you know, I'd say a bigger cast that yeah. might sell, that might sell more seats. But again, you they've been so quiet for Eternals until this year, you know. Both I are th- both we, are still tough properties to sell. I think agreed, Spider-Man agreed. is the one that you like. All right, what are you waiting do on? Theatrical only. <laughs> if you're going to do theatrical only, Spider-Man is probably the one that'll get people out to go see it. Right. Right. Agreed. And I think at least, but uh, it's interesting. And uh, we've obviously talked offline and we've talked on previous episodes that I am not interested in going out to the theater and, and sitting there with a mask and huddled with other people that I don't know, but AMC is still doing the private theater rentals. And I am a sucker after some of the Shang-Chi uh, premiere stuff came out and some of the reviews not the there's a review embargo but the impressions i guess you would say came out and it got me hyped and i ended up reserving uh theater private theater for me and a handful of people for september 3rd and now it's happening i'll be back in the theater for the first time in nearly a year and a half i think it might be a year and a half by the time the movie comes out and i will be there and if i have a good experience which i hope i do i will probably do the same thing for spider-man I'm not sure if I will do it for Eternals. I'd never say never, but if the cost remains around the same, it was $220. I, I've seen it where there's other times of day and other, you know, uh, larger theater or a uh, weekend where it could be like 300 or 300 plus. And that was way out of the question. Right. But I think that's still a lot of money and it's not definitely not for everybody. But as someone that was complaining, I don't feel comfortable in the theater with, uh, everyone else and sitting there with a mask on this way i can feel uh basically like 2019 movie going you know i don't have to yeah. sit there with a the mask on i can sit there with people that i know you know their their status and hopefully if they're not feeling sick they're not coming and joining me and we can still space out there's plenty of seats there should be plenty of seats in the theater that you would think we can each have a corner or a row whatever that'll be cool and then obviously, you know, as that show, you know, that we record, we'll be able to talk about that and get a feel for that experience and, you know, see if it goes to that feeling that we used to talk about, which is 
that theater experience like does it does it get you the hype versus watching yeah. it at home you know we talk about the convenience versus the experience so that'll be an interesting uh, aspect i'm gonna see if i go see it in the theater we'll play things by ear we don't you know as the weeks go <laughs> every day's a gamble yeah. so right and who knows if new policies or anything can change by the time you know that comes about exactly but, um, what did you think about the eternals uh, potentially being not just theaters i mean they're not really committing to saying it's theater only and then changing it later i think i think it's a good chance that it's going to be disney uh disney plus premiere without a doubt and uh i'm fine with that you know it's not a movie that i'm hyped for uh the the new trailer which we'll be talking about shortly as we segue you know just released uh as the day of, of recording so we'll we'll be able to discuss that and you know, it's more than we've seen. So I'm a little more excited because it's just the idea of the Marvel aspect of things, you know, getting that, you know, like the same thing, the fandom that we have and the love for the MCU, you know, makes me want to want to watch it more. But, you know, am I going to get into it? I don't know. I don't know if I'll be sold on any of these characters. Right. We'll, have, we'll have to see. Yeah. And just to circle back before we move on to the, the talking a little bit about the trailer, like you said before, this movie has a uh, bigger actors in it un- unquestionably than Shang-Chi. I- I'm intrigued that if it does go on Disney Plus that they worked out deals with these guys uh, to get, you know, this big, pretty big, you know, Angelina Jolie and Salma Hayek and uh, Camille Nunjiani, uh, Kid Harrington from Game of Thrones. Like it has, you know, people English that are making players. more money than, yeah than Shang-Chi guys are, you know, it is is what it is, really. Right. Of course. And even the even the director just won an Oscar this past year for best picture or or best director or something, you know, like that's huge for a Marvel movie. So, like, if that's going to go on Disney Plus, they they really need deals laid out because they don't want another Scarlett Johansson situation. Well, that could also (laughs) be why nothing has been said yet. They could be working. They could definitely be going through those legal points at this moment, you know. I don't think that would be the case because like, who, who would you say would do it? me? Angelina Jolie? No, I don't think she will. Cause she has the Maleficent money. She got that Maleficent money, baby. She did a couple Maleficent movies for Disney, baby. She's there. She's working for them in the castle. She's in the dungeon, baby. But then she's got that Tomb Raider money too. <laughs> oh, we, we don't want to talk about that Tomb Raider, baby. She left that with the dinosaur down there. <laughs> So we shall yeah. see with Eternals, but like you said, the, uh, the trailer, n- new trailer dropped today for uh, Zack Snyder's The Eternals. Uh, <laughs> that was my first impression, as I said to you. I had to get it right out there so I didn't forget. Uh, the movie, the trailer, not the movie. We'll see what the movie comes out. The trailer reminded me a lot of a Zack Snyder style of work, just with the aliens, the celestials, the... Uh, eye laser beams it felt like uh, man of steel batman versus superman justice league sort of vibe to me and uh we'll see if the movie is that much like it but people are digging the trailer and it was the same people that were shitting on Zack snyder so oh because it's got marvel's name on it we know the fanboys take it to heart yep but you got to remember are we going to speak about the trailer or are we going to leave it at that? Because uh, well, you could talk about the trailer. Yeah, sure. You well, I mean, can we, can, we, can we talk about Thanos? <laughs> Thanos? Thanos. Because yeah, <laughs> apparently... Be Hayek. She'll fucking bite your head off like a vampire. That's fine. But uh, 
you know, I'd like to learn about Thanos, not Thanos. Just, just saying. <laughs> what, what about Galactus? Galactus was in the trailer. Oh, Red Galactus looks awesome. Can't wait. I mean, like, look, if you look closely, if you if you freeze frame, you definitely see a little bit of a, like a sharp stain on his shoulder. It's got to be Silver Surfer, even though he's oh. red, even though he's red. It was there was another shot. I think Mephisto was in there somewhere. You saw that, too? Confirmed. Oh, shit. All right. I'll send that on a tweet. Ex- exclusive. Confirmed. Get it out there. Yeah, so uh, what we're talking about is, no, obviously Galactus is not in the trailer. Uh, Shortly after the trailer came out, I was on Twitter and like trending was Galactus. And I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. Why is Galactus trending? Could it be the Haslabs maybe did an update for, uh, you know, like a stretch goal or something like that? And look it up and people are thinking that the Celestial, I think the name is the Searcher. He's uh, he's, He's the judge. I don't remember the first name, but he allegedly uh, is like the judge. Well, either way, in the trailer, who looks nothing like Galactus, people are like could is that Gala- could that be Galactus? Uh, come on, we're dealing with this is this is not Fox and the Cloud of Galactus. This is Marvel Studios. Trust me, when we get Galactus, we will get a Galactus that looks like what we're used to. He's not a fart. <laughs> I like the name. But I like it. Goodbye, Moon Men. That's all. I, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, the one thing I'll bring up is obviously the the most important thing that to come out of the trailer is the question that everybody's been asking: Why did the Eternals not get involved in any of the stuff that happened through the Infinity Saga, yeah. especially with the snap? So that's when we uh, hear. Uh, Sama Hayek's character talking about Thanos and essentially by the fact that, you know, the Earth people were the ones that are able to bring everybody back. But because of that sheer energy has now caused the deviants to which uh, now they can get involved because they have a clause. They signed a contract. Yes. Full fledged contract clause. So they're making up the rules as they go along. Of course. So, you know, and, and who, who made that rule? Galactus and Mephisto. <laughs> the Watcher doesn't get involved, though. Oh, he will. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> All right. So I think that's it for yeah, our news. A little it. short today. Pop is uh, going to be talking about his pick of the week. My I don't know what that pick is. of the week. I'm doing something totally different. That I don't think we've ever done on the show Original OG version Or reboot version I am not picking a movie I am going to pick a TV Season Series Limited Run I don't know what you would call it It was It's a season I guess But there's not going to be any more of it So It's called a limited series But it wasn't it wasn't called that when it launched. Oh, we later off. found that there wasn't going to be another season. There is a cliffhanger. There is multiple things that could be tied up by another season, but they decided not to for interesting reasons. But my pick is an HBO show based on the comic book called The Watchmen. And as a f- this does not 
I repeat, does not follow the book, The Watchmen. This takes place years and years later after Alan Moore's book, which I happen to love. Uh, so what I would say is I would recommend you watch Zack Snyder's version of The Watchmen, which is based on the book, uh, if you've never read the book. If you've read the book, you can probably skip Snyder's movie and then jump right into the show. The show is fantastic. You have a couple, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but you have some favorites from the from the comic that, that do show up. And uh, it, it's really well done show. Really creative. A lot of people were uh, hesitant to give it a chance because, you know, anything that really uh, was done with the Watchmen following Alan Moore, who's like completely off the fucking rocker now, uh, he doesn't want to touch any of these properties. Doesn't want to work for DC. Any all the shit. But uh, that's it. It's only going to be one season. It's a kick-ass, fucking kick you in the balls kind of show. And uh, HBO wanted to do a second season, but the creator and, and you know creative process guy and original showrunner, whatever, he decided he didn't want to do it. And HBO said rather than finding someone else, they're, they're not going to do it which is totally shocking because usually they'll, they, the, they want the money and they'll just throw it to someone else. And maybe they're hoping he'll come back around later down the, the, the line, but uh, it, it stands on its own. It has a good ending. Like I said, it has a cliffhanger. Uh, it stars uh, Regina King. Jeremy Irons is in, is in it. And I can't, uh, Don Johnson is in it briefly. It's got it's got a good cast. I think you've you've seen it then, Benny. You have, I have not. I have not. I haven't. Oh, and I haven't. Goodness. And I haven't seen the movie in years. So I my memory for it. I mean, it could it could get, it could jog you, but the show works on its own. So the movie is just giving you some reinforcements as to oh, this character is tied to this. But the show gives you enough information that you don't need the movie or the book for that matter. But because uh, I know someone that's watched the show and didn't know. Well, watch the movie or read the book or anything just, just watched they, it as a show yeah and they dug it so cool i think it's awesome it's definitely one that i don't know just came to me today and i don't like oh i gotta think of my pick for the day and i have a list of some stuff that i was gonna recommend and i'm like you know what let me do Watchmen. i feel like it flew under the radar people got really blown into it towards the end of the season when the finale came but then it, it died out because there's no second season there's no nothing it's on hbo max and it is definitely worth a watch. Cool, yeah. I'll definitely check it out. Julia, now we are to watch what we're watching. Watch, watch where what? Watch where you're walking <laughs> into the screen because Paul has definitely watched more than I have watched in the last week. Yes, I have. So I guess you want me to go first then? You can. You've been. You're the showrunner, my friend. Move along. I'm. I'm finished after the season. It's like the guy the Watchmen. That's it. This is the only I'm season done. I'm doing. I'm done. <laughs> you gonna finish? All right, I'm finished. I'll rattle. Most of these don't involve very deep discussion. Uh, they put out new Goofy shorts. Like the Goofy Forever has been doing these how-to shorts, like how to swim and how to play football and how to set up a home theater. So now they did how to stay at home and they're three uh, bite-sized little shorts that they put on there individually. And then one that has them all together. I would just 
recommend watching them all together. It's on Disney Plus. And they're like how to put on a mask, how to binge watch TV. And I think one of them's how to cook while you're at home. I don't that that's my obviously spoilers. That's my least favorite of them. They're really short. They're only like maybe two to three minutes each. Maybe that might be stretching it, but they're fun, quick little watch. I think they could have done more with it. That had a binge watch one. I thought was the best one that they they had on there. It's it's a quick watch. You watch it in five minutes on Disney Plus. Hard Knocks is back. As a football fan, we never ever talk football on this show. Benny is not. Uh, he doesn't know. He other than Ray Finkel and a clean pair of shorts, he doesn't really know too much about football. But Hard Knocks is back. It's on HBO Max. It's the Dallas Cowboys. I watched the first episode this past week, and I could give a shit less about the Dallas Cowboys, so I probably will not go back to the show. It did not seem very interesting to me. Previous seasons, and this is probably due to COVID, uh, previous seasons you would get a little bit more with like the, the home life, and you see like the player's family and stuff. This season looks like so far there's not much of that. So I don't know if I go back. This show is is like HBO Max filled. Uh, because the next thing is the movie that was on HBO Max, Space Jam New Legacy. Talk about a movie that I wouldn't go out to the theater to see, and uh, after seeing it on HBO Max, I wouldn't watch it again because I did not enjoy it. The Easter eggs of the Warner Brothers properties were pretty cool. Rick and Morty showing up. I don't want to do spoilers because it's not a spoiler discussion, but like the Batman characters of different eras, 60s, Burton, uh, Schumacher, Cooler. All of them in there. <laughs> Cooler. But LeBron James is just LeBron yeah. James is just so unlikable. I it was it was it was a trough to, to get through it. And I will say this spoiler if you're looking for uh Michael Jordan in the movie, Michael Jordan from Sp- the original Space Jam, you're not gonna get him, which is so disappointing. And they wasted their time to like build the hype, just saying. Yeah. Well, that's why I, I specified yeah. the way yeah. I specified it, but I'll leave yep. it at that. I finished Transformers Kingdom. Uh, I've talked about it on the show previously. Bore. I I thought the ending was pretty good. It was okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I I was lost in some of the parts. Like, I, what what the fuck is going on? Yep. I think the last, second last, last episode. Yeah, I was just going to say, I didn't know what the hell was going on. It I like picked it up. I'm like, did I miss something? Did I miss part of another episode? It just, it just like moves throttle like really fast. They go from just yeah. like a lot of dialogue to right. like crazy not action. Not doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it kind of leans like there's going to be another show or, or another series with Unicron. And I mean, I'm all for it. Hopefully the animation is better as we've discussed and they go the He-Man route or something, you know, or even the what if route. I'm we've talked previously on the show about the what if not looking great. And after two episodes, I think it does look great in motion. Now we'll talk more about that. And then my last bit before I go for a drink of water is American horror stories. I don't know if this is on FX, but it is on Hulu. I think it might be a Hulu exclusive. I don't know if you heard. Have you heard about this? This is an anthology series similar to your Ooh. creep show Ooh. and T- Twilight Zone. Temper, temper those expectations. Hi. There's a bunch of episodes up. I think there was six episodes up already. I watched two. They were really bad. <laughs> what? That's why they're on Hulu. 
Hulu, I mean, has some good Animaniacs. Not, Animaniacs like, on Hulu. They don't Solar have any horror. They don't Hulu. have horror. Horror. Okay. I'm okay. speaking for horror. But I will say uh, the original season of America on Horror Story was was awesome to me. And I did hang on for a few seasons and I don't watch it anymore. So I was intrigued. I'm like, well, all right, now they can do standalone stories. Uh, maybe they'll be pretty good. So the two I watched, one was like a drive-in theater where the film makes people go fucking nuts and like turn into zombies and kill each other. I, I thought it was bad. The acting was bad. The dialogue was bad. The story just didn't do anything for me. The next one, ah, there's some really annoying. It takes a lot of this takes like real life things into account like the drive-in one has like tipper gore and she's talking about movie violence and then the second one has like these streamers who live in a house all together and you're seeing like their pov stuff that they're they're shooting and it's a bro house and the, the things pop up on the screen and they they make fools of themselves and they get uh they they get stalked by a mall santa and the mall Santa is played by Danny Trejo. Machete. Oh, boy. So that is the best part of it. I may still go back for one more. But if I if I'm not, I don't get wowed by that one more, I'll, I will never go back to it, especially since I didn't even go back to Creepshow and, and start season two, which I enjoyed. So, yeah, season I'm two not going to waste my time with this. Yeah, season two was hit or miss. There was some good episodes. Some not so much. And I feel like they, I think it was less than the first season. So like the last episode was weird because it was two episodes in one, but I didn't know that. Like this episode feels really freaking long. And then it was over. I'm like, where's the next episode? And I'm like, that's it. I'm like, Uh, the fuck? Yeah. yeah, So Uh, of all the things that I watched, I probably wouldn't recommend anything besides the goofy short. (laughs) Go figure, right? Go watch uh, go watch G1 uh, Transformers on Tubi. Go watch the first season of American Horror Story. Go watch the original Space Jam. Hard Knocks you could probably just skip because I doubt you're a football fan. And the Goofy you can still watch on Disney+. Plus. Those are my recommendations. There you go. Cool. My list is real long. Mine has been mostly reruns. And obviously when we go through this category, we don't traditionally talk about things that we've watched that we've seen before. But I'll just throw out that I've been like on a Friday the 13th kick. You know, those that listen know that I'm a big fan. And I went back to, to five, uh, six and seven. Those are my favorites in the series. And, you know, they still they're still good, you know, after all this time. And um, just been itching, hoping that we can get something Jason fresh down the line. But uh, keep, back keep to waiting, just like just yeah. like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, of course. Of course. I have my NECA figures to keep me uh, company for now. Now I'm like a lot of figures to keep you company. Oh, I do. Psycho. (laughs) Um, So the only thing that I've watched that's new uh, is on HBO Max. And it's uh, another superhero-ish, you know, very mature take on uh, the Titans from DC Comics. Uh, They have two seasons that are out and available. Season three just started uh, and they started with the first three episodes. So I watched all three of those. And um, obviously this is not a spoiler discussion, so I'm not going to go into detail, but this uh, the show is pretty much dealing with 
the Titans. So you have Nightwing. Uh, initially, it was Robin um, as Dick, you know, Dick Grayson is Robin. And then, you know, the little bit of the evolution. So there's there's talk of some of the bigger, you know, DC characters like Superman, Batman. They don't treat it like WB, you know, where, you know, we know those characters exist, but they, for some reason they can't talk about it because they'll never get them on the show. Uh, it yeah, does CW a little it, stuff. Yeah. It, uh, did I say WB? Because that's what it used to be, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm old. The frog comes out. Yeah, oh, my 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me let me stop. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the, the third season continues where the last one left off there. You know, there was a lot of crazy stuff that happened. Uh, the main villain of season two was Deathstroke without going into too much detail with that. Um, our new villain focus for this season looks to be Red Hood. So it's an interesting um, exploration because we haven't really seen that in the, in the live action form. Um, right. Well, we did, I, I watched the first season of Titans and Jason Todd is in the first season of, of Titans. Correct. And he's in the second so. season too, yeah. So Okay, so, yeah. so it's still a callback to the same character then. Yeah, the same actor essentially is playing the character because they've had some marketing, like some of the ads. You'll see him in the suit and stuff like that. So, yeah, they it, they reference the Joker attacking him though, right? I, I feel like I don't remember well, I, for sure. No, because no, yeah, like, wasn't he in the wheelchair or something? I, I'm I'm fucking it all up. I'm it's been years since I watched it. Who was in the wheelchair? Jason. No. 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 So I'm making a new show. Jason Todd's in the are. wheelchair, and uh, the Joker go. beat him up bad with a crowbar. Yeah, and so, you people voted for it. Clearly, you know, at this point, I'd rather. I don't know if you'll ever watch it. So it's like, is this something that we'll ever really talk about in depth? No, no, don't spoil it. Don't that's, spoil no, it. No, that's what yeah. I'm saying. So the idea is, you know, we kind of get right into it. You know, for the for those that are familiar with the character, some of it is pretty faithful. You know, as far as the story and stuff like that. Obviously, they're blending it into this Titan universe, you know, so you have a lot of the characters. Um, some of the characters continuously, like, evolve their designs because they, they still, I feel, trying to get them right. Like, Starfire, like, looked like a hooker in the first season, and she looked like a little bit of a higher class hooker in the second season. And now, for some reason, like, she decided she can have a costume. So, like, she dresses. Well, the budget, I'm sure, has gone up since well, the first yeah, season. Well, yeah, right. I mean, you know, I, what I liked about the show from the beginning and I still like is that some of the costumes, you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a Robin guy. You know that already. You know, I know you hate that. I'm a Ugh. Dick Grayson. I'm a Dick Grayson Robin fan. And I love this. You're a big dick from what I heard. <laughs> All right. Show's over. Lady Jump. Have a nice night. <laughs> so, you know, I think that for a show on the DC side, we're so used to seeing the the CW versions. You know, some of the costumes were okay, but like I always equated those types of shows to how they make them there. Like I feel that this is obviously like a bit even first season was a bigger budget, I feel, than those. You know, yeah. so, oh, definitely. But, but the biggest thing is it's mature, it's dark, there's tons of cursing. Like tons of cursing. Like every two seconds it's a curse. I think it's a bit extreme. It's not necessary. But, you know, you'll get some other characters in there, which is cool. Like, you definitely get some other, you know, um, 
be villain, be 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 heroes that you know you wouldn't expect to see in a show. But they're not. But do you necessi- get polka dot man? Maybe. No spoilers. <laughs> That's why I leave it at maybe. But you know, not all the characters get represented in the way you would hope. Let's leave it at that. Um, I think it's a worth. I think it's a worthwhile watch if you don't really. If you're kind of caught up on your superhero stuff and you're kind of itching for something yeah. different, it's cool to watch and it's on HBO yeah. Max. I do want to go back to it, watch season two, and then go to three. And I also want to go to back to Doom Patrol, which I never finished, and I Same. enjoyed it. I just never I never really finished. finished it, and yeah. I never and I didn't even realize they had a, a, a third season coming out. Coming, so I'm yeah. like really behind, <laughs> and I never got to finish Swamp Thing. I need to go back. I'd be probably like the last two episodes. I watched only two episodes of that. And I was like, then it was already announced that it was canceled. And I'm like, I'm not putting the effort into it. There's other shows that like I, I never watched the end of Daredevil. The last season of Daredevil, the same reason, because we knew more wasn't coming. So I'm like, eh, what's the point? Yeah. Got it. Well, that's it for me. Now we can, uh, now we can talk about our favorite time of the day. Spoiler territory, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Get Spoiler out of here. Time. You know the deal. We're not telling Steal you. It from cord, Steal it from cord killers. Uh, <laughs> the funny thing is, you're going to have to help me here. Because Rick and Morty, episode eight, which is the last one leading up to the season finale, I don't remember what happens in the episode. I don't either. I think we're going to have to pull it up because <laughs> we are not we are not prepared. I think I just we, need we to watched see- it now two weeks ago. And I remember being our right episode, but I don't remember for the life of me what what even happened in it. I'm yeah. It was a bird person episode. Got it. Yeah, that's that's all. Yeah, it it wasn't. It wasn't that good. (laughs) It's exactly what I expected. You know, they you find those episodes where we go all in the random crazy stuff, and then we're gonna get some story, you know, filler like of some importance. You know, is there stuff of value in there? Probably, you know, you can't it, there, you can take everything for a grain of salt with these guys. You know, so there was some interesting stuff in there. I don't know if you you noticed. Uh, I mean, one that gets hammered home is that that bird person had a uh, offspring uh, that he's going to go look for. And uh, it shows you that he's really a dick and doesn't have the same. Uh, he doesn't feel the same in the friendship that Rick does. And Rick really loves him. And, you know. He makes Rick a little deeper of a character and bird person just doesn't have the same affection for him is what I got out of the episode. I don't know if you felt the same way. I felt like at first from his memories, he had him in much higher regard, but then once, once he comes to the, he comes to the realization of what's happening and what he's doing, he, re, he then remembers like what a dick Rick is for the most part. Yeah. And just accepts know, the I fact guess. That's the vibe, and I feel like that's why yeah. he left at the end because he's like, "Look, I'm gonna find my kid. You you held on to this. You knew you used it because it was a benefit to you to get some yeah. leverage, you know." And it really reminded him of the true colors because when we're looking at the memories of the other Ricks, they're simpler, toned down versions. They're not. I don't want to say that they were bad or like bad versions of him, or like his impressions were bad. Well, I, I think, think the younger versions of him felt like out left out in the cold. That bird person didn't want to help him with certain things when he's the younger more naive rick i mean maybe i need to rewatch it but i felt it seemed like it seemed like they were together more but obviously then the rick spent more time with our rick you know so then yeah. we, we don't well, really, and he was also really... he when they're together they're, they're doing stuff to benefit bird person i don't right. think it was to benefit rick but it's also mentioned in the episode that uh 
this Rick that we're following may not be giving us all the proper information. And we know that Beth is cloned already, but Beth may not be the real Beth because apparently it's mentioned that Beth, Beth died. And, oh, you're one of those Ricks that like goes, finds orphaned Beths and stuff like this. So like there's more this season. I feel like we've gotten some layered potential backstory to Rick that we didn't know. And, and it, who knows if it'll come up more, but it's just something that people can grab onto and little, little things that are referenced. Yeah, like I feel like the whole family has been replaced at least once. <laughs> oh, well, point. we know that. We know that uh, Rick and Morty have <laughs> buried in the backyard. Well, I'm saying even before that, I th- yeah, that's that's why I tell you that I keep going back to the feeling that uh, evil Morty is his first Rick. Uh, his is his first Morty, and there, there there had to be a falling out, and he thought he died, and he potentially survived, and you know, that's that's where he kind of you know maybe got resentful and you know again we don't we're diving into side waters at this point because you know we haven't seen side waters, side waters. that's the name of the episode side waters <laughs> um, making okay. shit up as i go <laughs> <laughs> you know we're at a point where we haven't seen even morty in a while but anytime i see him i think about the fact of he's doing all this stuff, but we really don't know what his intents are still. So is, you know, obviously he took over the, the Citadel Ricks. That's really the last that we saw in, in that legitimacy because we did see him in the, in the story train, but that wasn't really, you know, that's not continuity, I guess. Yeah. So I just, I feel that there, there's a greater plan there. That's a plot that point that may come into play later on if they take the story serious, because they can just keep it goofy and just keep people guessing all the way to the end of the show. They're the type of creators to do that, I feel. So, but I definitely think you're on, you're on to that with the whole Beth thing, like without a doubt, not the first time, not going to be the last time. Yeah. yeah. So it sucks. I mean, when you're, when you're, you think you're starting to understand him and then something else unfolds you know well it's also like the like the marvel thing we spoke on before they they change the rules as they go and we don't know if this was the way that the the show was planned to go and they never knew they probably have this many seasons of this show in the first place so it's world building and and backstory building now at this point yep agreed i enjoyed it it wasn't great but it wasn't terrible Yeah, i didn't think it was great uh in a season that's been pretty good we're eight episodes in i'd say there's only a couple and that might be one of the second or third worst yeah. of the season for me. And it still was definitely watchable. And like and I said, I'd go rewatch it just, just to see some other things out of it. What'd you say? No, you, you go back to watch Thanksgiving episode. That's it. Yeah. The Thanksgiving one was really good. I don't know. I like it. it was, the, 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 the sperm episode is the stupidest one. So this season, agree, in my opinion. Agreed. Cool. But let's go on to the main event. Another sh- another Marvel show. This will be our what fourth Marvel show this year that we're doing spoiler discussions for. Come a long way. It's crazy. But uh, what if episodes one and two dropped? I'll leave it to you to which one you want to discuss or to, or both. First episode uh, is Captain Carter. Second episode is if T'Challa became Star Lord. Yeah. Okay. I f- I feel like if you want to talk about Captain Carter, I mean, I, I I enjoyed the episode. I definitely feel like I have more to talk about with the second episode. So, you know, 
Um, what I will bring up is stuff that obviously we spoke about off the air and we've talked about in previous episodes. I feel like my vibes are coming to fruition. Put on, put on your foil hats, everybody. Yep. Get your ready. Get your balls ready. Get your, uh, I don't balls. know. Yeah, your, your Benoit balls. You know, Benoit balls, those metal balls. <laughs> you, wrap, you spin them around your hand. You make that woo sound when you wear your tinfoil hat. Oh, you thought I was talking about something else, you weirdo. You dirty I pervert. I thought you were talking about Chris Benoit. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. All right. Now you're taking it to a whole other dark level. <laughs> See, I wasn't. I, I don't. You said it. Not me. <laughs> so we are definitely getting multiversal stuff that is connected to the MCU, whether Paul likes it or not. It's going to connect the connected. I agreed to- with you to an extent. And I'm uh, I'm just reinforcing it to the listeners. The connective tissue is oh, here it is. There's a it's, bingo. It's st- it's starting. The venom symbiote is starting to bond with my soul, and I'm I'm excited. I can't wait. I think that it's just gonna get crazier and crazier. Um, the one thing I will bring up that we talked about off the air was my theory, which you know you you can let everybody know how you feel. And we talked about how the importance of the multiverse coming into play with uh, within the MCU and how it's, you know, we're trying to understand still where it started. Did it start with WandaVision, with Wanda becoming the Scarlet Witch? Did it start when Sylvie killed, you know, he, he who remains? Did it start somewhere that we just simply haven't seen yet? Did it start when Steve Rogers was shot and... Peggy Carter took the seat and became or Captain Carter. Are you overthinking all of it? As a fan, that's my job. So 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 get so get over it. Um, I'm not, then, I'm not, I'm not concerned. And then when I'm right, I'm gonna go. I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. I know. I'm that's right. what, that's what, that's all you're waiting for is the check bar check boxes for all the I am right. Yeah, because you're gonna make a plaque for me. You're gonna go to Staples or Kinko's and you're gonna make a plaque. He was right. He was goddamn okay. motherfucking right. <laughs> sure. all, I'm, all I'm saying is we talked about how what if is from our comic book standpoint and understanding is, is that exactly what the name is. What if this is, this is things that didn't happen. They're not real. This is just like fantasy stories. But in the greater scheme of MCU, there's always a reason behind the shows and you're putting all these shows in an order it's coming right after the craziness of loki's season finale <laughs> the watcher is up to no good the watcher's getting involved i'm t- telling <laughs> you right up now to no good he's yeah. up to no good he he's breaking the rules okay he says he he listens every episode he says i will not i cannot get it's the same dialogue it's the same opening yeah, and then one day he's in back. I kind of had to get involved, just like the Eternals. He's got a clause. Yeah, somebody breaks the contract. Vince McMahon comes. I out. will say, you're fired. I will say that I think we may see a character or two from these shows and have them show up in other. MCU related things so I I am changing my opinion based on what I've said previously based on these two episodes I think that we may see a little bit 
little bit of that, not quite to the level that you're thinking and we've discussed. I don't dive into the Loki tying to Scarlet Witch and tying to this speculation. I still think him reaching the threshold is just the last point in time that he has recorded information from and knowing every word and everything, but we don't need to retread on all this previous stuff. First episode and second episode of the show, very different for me. I enjoyed both of them, but they both had different vibes. The first episode gives you this feeling. All right. What if you're in the room from Captain America, the first Avenger? And what if something happens that Steve doesn't get the serum? Peggy goes in and it's like you're following along the rest of the movie, essentially, where Peggy is Captain Carter and Steve is in the Hydro Stomper and he's in this suit of armor that that uh, Howard Stark developed with the Tesseract. So they kind of do a different spin on it. And we have to we should mention it that uh, the Red Skull gets the Tesseract back and he opens a portal to space. And are we seeing our first viewing of uh, Shuma Gorath? Are we? Could we? Maybe. It was what I first thought of when I saw him. It absolutely. I don't know what you want to say. Uh, no, I think that you know you don't have to be eagle-eyed to get that vibe. This is definitely more than a Mephisto estimate, I think. Yeah, oh, and, yeah I think for sure. And uh, that's a that's a pretty big bad. You know, it's it's not a big bad that everybody knows, but it's a big bad that, at the minimum, fans of the Marvel vs. Capcom games maybe. A, yeah. familiar with so that i feel like that excited a lot of people you know at the end of the day and it's just a tiny little taste if they end up going elsewhere if not then it's a, it potentially is an easter egg and before we give your your impressions i just want to say i'm not going to go into the story on the second one yet because I, I feel like you may have some stuff to talk about the first one but the second episode to me felt way more like the what if comic it doesn't follow the movie of guardians of the galaxy or black panther and it tells its own story if he gets picked up by the ravagers but let's talk about the first episode first before we get into the second i mean look i think that we we both agree at this point that they're paving the way for peggy carter to come back to the mcu in a bigger role in live action um yeah the fact that we know that this character is going to be involved at the minimum for uh, what if season one and two? Uh, there's there's no reason not to do that. Um, the character has been beloved by many, you know, MCU fans. I have never watched the show. Um, we know that realistically, the show potentially is not connected because it is a TV show that was pre uh, Disney MCU, and you know we can just throw that to the sideways at this point. But at the end of the day, people liked. You know, that show as well, from what I hear, I never got to watch it. But um, there are plenty of other characters that are coming into this show. Some could translate to live action. Some obviously can't. And some may just not work. Um, but I, another point that you and I talked about as far as my theory, you know, is that maybe Captain Carter is cherry picking or maybe not check it she's, as she's encountering people she starts being connected to people and she continues to fight this big fight that she's fighting. It becomes bigger than her. We start getting other people from the multiverse in one role uh, in one place in a sense. And 
we've seen some type of content. You know, I know we it's a commercial, it's a car commercial nonetheless. Um, so I'm overthinking it as always, but realistically, it's there, it's in your face. Marvel is notorious for throwing curveballs. So I could be way off, but it's also so obvious by having a battle essentially of multiversal characters and the watcher. So like that. And and remember I said this stuff before that commercial even aired. So that's, that's important. You're right. I was was right. Put it on the plaque. I was right. Get that plaque ready. Staples were coming for you, but I, I enjoyed the first episode. I'm, I, Definitely feel I, that two two is like it's its own kind of thing, and I loved the second episode. So we can we can just kind of jump into it if you're done with the first one. I just want to add to your. Yeah. I don't think that what you're theorizing is correct at all, and I've already said that to you. But I want it on the record. I don't think that's going to be the case. I don't think we're getting another team. I think she may show up in the live action in some some rhyme or reason. I think it kind of does step on Sam becoming Captain America if they do have her show up. Obviously, she's a different character, but I think it steps on him a little bit, especially that we got confirmation that he's signed on for the next Captain America movie. Uh, I still think she'll show up at some point, but I don't know how focal she will be to everything. And I don't think she's making a team. I think if that commercial is tied into this show at all, it will be the watcher picking people that he wants which to pick which and, which and which makes it. sense too yeah totally yeah i just think that and maybe her being the i don't think it'll be anything. i don't uh, yeah i don't know i don't think anything will come of it beyond that either way that's okay. just my opinion yeah, so let's no, we'll go we'll go into the second episode and the funny thing about it is with both episodes they have a primary a large majority of the voice actors are from the movies the first episode basically was everyone but the red skull uh, was not Hugo Weaving, but it was the same actor who portrayed the Red Skull in Infinity War and Endgame. And the actor and Chris Evans is not Captain America, but the person who did the, the Steve Rogers voice sounded very close, and I was very impressed with how how close it was. The second episode is nearly everyone. I think Chris Pratt is missing as Star Lord, and uh, Batista is not Drax either, and the rest of the, are all right. Watching the episode, though, I did not think they were all right. The collector does not sound like Benicio del Toro at all. He does not put on the same voice he does in the Guardians movies. Uh, Karen Gillian as Nebula sounded different to me. Also, Michael Rooker at, as, at, at points sounded like himself and at others didn't. I'm like, oh, someone doing a Michael Rooker impersonation. The only ones that sounded like clear definitive to me was Bozeman as Star-Lord. And Josh Brolin as Thanos. To me, those were the ones that like, oh, that's definitely Brolin. Right. And we knew that uh, Chadwick's last performance was was this show. So we knew right. already that it was him. Right. I think a big part of that, too, where you may not get the vibe is because they're not portraying the same character, which is what I loved about the show the most. Like they're doing their own little a different spin on the voice also, because especially it, the collector. Well, they're doing it because they're a different personality. You know, yeah. the, the world is different. Like this is this is right. drastic. This to me, this was a mini Guardians movie, and I loved every minute of it because it just took you on a different adventure. I loved 
the Thanos thing because yes. it just it really sticks it. It's genocide. To... <laughs> it's genocide. Call me call me Doctor Genocide again. <laughs> I think that it was amazing to have such a contrast with how Star Lord could be portrayed by just changing, you know, the personality and how somebody, you know, was raised. You know, obviously T'Challa. As as we see, he's abducted at a young age as well, but he's also he's you know born into royalty. He's he's been raised a certain way. He has a yeah. lot of discipline in place already, so it's already a different personality. But to just give the legacy, if you will, you know, to the character of T'Challa more than Black Panther in this case, to show the type of change that the character could make, I thought was substantial. But I like I like that it just took everything in such a drastic direction because it, like I said, it affects every everybody's personality. Nebula not only looks different, she acts different. She's got this yeah, this she's got this different. very nice and flirtatious. Well, she didn't become all android and all robot, so you know she wasn't right. like corrupted basically. Right, because Thanos didn't get to that point of, yeah. you know, we don't know Mad. anything. Mad. <laughs> I the one thing the one character I thought was a little maybe over the top. I don't remember his name, but it's the guy that you know stops him in in the first Guardians movie. Yeah. You know he's like over Ooh, Star the Lord top. Who and then now he's the opposite. Oh, it's Star Lord, and well, he's like he's friends. On his, he's on his cock the whole episode, but then he's just <laughs> he's overly bubbly the whole episode. Yeah. Oh, you did that! You're so special! Oh, it's so cool! Oh, you did that! Oh, like his eyes are like lit up the whole episode. I'm like. All right, it's a bit much, but uh, I I liked the collector's portrayal because making him kind of the big bad of the episode was uh, was a nice take because I know that that character has a bigger role in the comics. You know, I'm not familiar like with him to that degree, but it was cool to kind of give him that aspect. I love seeing. Yeah, I don't think he's thought. ever okay. a fighter like that though. No, yeah, he. Yeah. But I li- I like that he had all the artifacts, all his all the yeah. stuff that he used. You know, you throw all the Easter eggs, but I did like seeing Howard the Duck again, get a little right. bit of dialogue. Seth Green is back with the voice yep. also. But yeah, it was overall, it was a great, well, great. I, I have movie. one minor gripe with it, okay. and uh, <laughs> it's stupid. But so they, they abduct T'Challa and the Ravagers fuck up, essentially. And, you know, Yandu's like, oh, does this look like Peter Quill to you? He's got why two ear they... holes. He's got two mouth holes. He's got two, <laughs> two smelling why, holes. Why would they stop looking for Quill? They could still take T'Challa and then go find Quill because they were work. He was working for Ego at that point, right? Looking for him. So why would they just stop looking for? It doesn't make. Doesn't well, I really, think, and it's I just think, you know. I think Yandu kind of felt like that instant bond with T'Challa being not yeah, scared. But he was or, working. And, He's working for Ego. The rats what Ravagers do. I get it. I, I get it. We can definitely, I can agree with you on that, but I think they're pushing and the point that they're pushing the point that Chadu Bozeman's T'Challa is, is, is very, a very convincing person. And he, his, his, his personality had that ability to change a lot of perspectives. Like he changed the, he changed the ravages. That's how the scene is portrayed. Yeah. No, maybe I'm, over time that scene is like, Oh, Hey kid, you want to see the world now? He had a sentence with him. All right, let's go see the universe. Forget about fucking Peter Quill. It's just so weird. It's I know it's a TV show and they're getting getting right to it and it's got to be quick and not over explained. But I thought they could have wrote it a better way. Why they 
picked well, him. He, he could have. He know. could. He could have just told Ego that he fucking couldn't find him. You know. Yeah, I know. It just seems out of character based on what we've learned from, about him from the other movies. Right. I think it's awesome that they have Ego at the end of the episode, and I don't know if that's Kurt Russell recording new dialogue or they just reuse something from Guardians because it's just a single line. But he is credited as Ego in the end of the episode, which is I thought was pretty awesome. Right. And I even thought the Drax cameo was cool. It would have been cooler if it was Batista's voice, but I, w- I was I not was notified. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's really it. I'm looking forward to it. The, uh, I, I said earlier in the show, it, it's worth mentioning. The animation is way better than I expected uh, based on the trailers. I don't know. It just looks a lot, lot better. And the story kind of really actually into... nice to look. It's really nice to look at, actually. Yeah. It's a unique it's a unique art style that uh yeah. again if you're if you're sold on the story you're gonna you're gonna kind of go with the flow and get the feel for it because i mean i've seen some marvel stuff that's animated that it does not look so good but if the story is right. good enough i'll watch it over and over but this is like you get a good mix of both yeah and it's a fast-paced show it's a right quick you know yeah. like, it's not like the other shows it's not a 45 minute or 50 minute episode they're like 30 and change and if Boom, that, they're off to the races because of the yeah. credits yeah but that's it i enjoyed them i know you enjoyed them and we'll continue i'll spoil the discussion throughout the rest of the season and see where they go if we get this mega team that benny is hoping for we'll see by the end of the season and they can fight the fantastic four and the avengers and the marvels and well they're coming and, for uh, secret war they're coming for secret war i'm calling and it the hellfire it. club and they come Excalibur in for Secret New lies. Avengers and the Teen Titans. No, that's DC. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. You don't belong here. Get out of here, you. Uh, what's the what's the team with the with the monsters? Like Frankenstein and shit. Like the Monster Squad. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> you know, you're mixing too much. It's Marvel. It's only that's Marvel. What, Don't you know? It's only I, Marvel. I put it in a bowl and I mix. Also, the Black Order working for the Collector was a cool touch. And they look good, too. And I like yeah. that, you know, Thanos is like, trust me, they're bad news. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it. So yeah. uh, another episode down. Uh, the next episode, I am not 100% sure. Either we're going to do a one of our best, simply the bests, or it will be a regular episode and we'll cover the next what if and the news and everything else. And we may have Spider-Man trailer discussion at the end of this show if there was a trailer released by the time this episode drops. Probably not, though. Well, we were promised a trailer before the movie comes out. That's the only confirmation we've been given. So we have that. We're confirmed. And Pluto is a planet still. 